Before we start, Lash and I would like to take a minute of silence for Billy Evans, a member of our very own X-Men community who recently passed. Thank you, and enjoy the show. I'm Isaiah Brody, and you're listening to The Worst Ghost Children. I'm joined here with my co-host, Elijah Yoon. Hello. Hi. And uh, this week, I try to expand the action community uh, by making it easier for new players to find a home. Uh, hi, Eli. How's it going? Uh, it's uh, so-so. Well, how are uh, you? I am... Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we have a good podcast uh, ready to so, go, so... Yeah. Wow. Alrighty, yeah. so here's here's what uh, the story is this week. Um, I've been doing... I think... Well, you know this. I've been... Uh, but I've been reporting on this kind of story for a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all started a couple weeks ago when I received an email from a listener. Its subject line was community moments. Can you read it? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. So right. it reads, uh, Hey guys, as a new player, I'm blown away by how cool the community is. I'm wondering what are some cool community moments that you two have? My example is I just started playing TTS and finding games in discords. I played against one guy from Canada who was super cool and gave me lots of advice and helped me when I had questions. After the game, he told me that he normally runs a new player orientation sort of thing when we were allowed to play in person. He offered to meet up once a week and play a game so he could help me learn more and get better. Such a great thing to do and a great example of how amazing the action community is. Have a great day. Um, and uh, it was signed Yoda's uncle or, or Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is where this week's story begins with an email. So the next thing I did was I decided to get in contact with Jason. I asked for an interview. Here's a bit of our conversation. 
Um, considering, like, I, I listen to, a, I, you know, as a new player, I listen to a lot of X-Wing podcasts because I'm just kind of obsessed with it. And so um, it's just, it always struck me as something that I thought could be an interesting topic for a podcast. And I thought it would be cool. It, it kind of could serve two purposes. It would be cool as a as a topic for a podcast, but it would also be cool if if there were other new, you know, maybe other new players or other players who were thinking about getting into X-Wing, if they could just hear some some of some of the real positive things that the community does for each other mm-hmm. i thought that that would be i thought that that could be a really cool and powerful thing jason first got into x-wing about a month ago during quarantine he he rediscovered a love for all things star wars and and wanted a star wars game so he turned to x-wing and soon he discovered the community gold squadron podcast fly better and then TTS. People that are playing online and all you need is a computer and 20 bucks to buy TTS. And it's like, um, even then, once I once I did, once I I did got that or once I realized I could do that, I was still kind of scared. Like, oh, I don't know. Where am I going to find people to fight, play games with? Like, are these people going to be cool? Like, you have to f- talk to random people somewhere in the world. Like, I was even hesitant about that. And then um, just one day I was like, you know what? Let's just dive in and, and see how it goes. It could, could be bad could be bad it could be great and uh <laughs> and so i just i just dove on in and um and yeah like literally like literally the first person i don't even remember who it was or what like how it went but the first person i played with like he was he's super cool and just you know willing to you know even though like your first right. game right you're you're just learning the mechanics of tts let alone the game yeah. itself um but he was super patient and yeah it's just been it just grows from each game and each game you get more confident as you as you meet more people as you you learn more about tts you learn more about the game and it just it just kind of explodes from there and so yeah about a month <laughs> Jason was able to pass on the Discord username of that one player from Canada that welcomed him to the new player orientation. So I got in contact with him next. Unfortunately, I was not able to set up a time to interview them, but they did message me back this message. Hey guys, I don't think I can take credit for the creation of the new player orientation, unless Jerry Holt named me as well in his form. I do work with new players, and pre-COVID we had a local game cafe give us access to run events. And from this guy, I got the contact information for Jerry Holt, the one who the message said created the new player orientation. As it turns out, Elijah actually had beaten Jerry in the Phoenix System Open a couple of years back. I'm just going to call him, see how it goes. Hey! Hello? Hey, this is Jerry. Hi, Jerry. How's it going? Good, good, good. I know that we played. Yeah, was he and flying defenders? Been. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds. That's definitely him. I've got a couple questions based on like for you because uh, are you the creator of the word? Uh, can you take credit for the new player orientation like as an idea almost? Um, not the actual like that wording of it. The the one that we used in Calgary um, was beer and aces, right? And it was like a an introduction to X Wing. Mm. And and what it was is it was using the aces format, mm-hmm. and then just bringing in new players, getting them a ship, and then getting them on the table as fast as possible, just right. to expose them to how the mechanics worked. And then that grew our community quite a bit. So like that one, I kind of ran with it. 
but the mm-hmm. as for like a new player orientation like this is x-wing yada 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 nothing 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 by that name so the basic idea was that people who were just walking by on the street looking into a shop window would see the x-wing models and be curious and instead of maybe coming back to the store to buy them later or not really ever thinking of them again the x-wing players inside would invite them inside the game store to learn how to play. I mean, wow. it was to it was to the point that after the first like two months of doing it, because I was running it out of a games cafe where they had like an hourly mm-hmm. rate, and and they I negotiated with them to give us a, a flat fee of like five dollars instead of the the two fifty an hour, and then right. just have table space for the whole day to sort of introduce this game to people, and then more and more people came by just off of the street. Yeah, uh, and then joined us along those lines. That about six months after we started doing it, they were like, "Okay, what else can we do to help you grow this community?" Right? Yeah, like Monday was their slowest day. They gave us the worst day, which is Monday, where they had nobody show up. And then these guys, you know, there were like four or five of us who would just show up from the local community, and we'd sit there and you know shoot the shit and drink some beer, and it was like great, right? And just bringing maybe one player in a night to learn, see if they like it was impressively effective. They were able to recruit probably a steady flow of 15 people every year. I don't know where everybody else lives, but the local tournaments where I lived when we were in person, we scraped up maybe 20, 22 people for a monthly tournament. If they're adding 15 people a year, in two years, that's just an added 30 players to your local tournament. Do you think, like, you you said it was, like, really easy. Do you think you could, like, teach me? How you would teach yeah. another player? Yeah, I think so. Or we can at least go through like the basic concepts that somebody else mm-hmm. could recreate what we did, right? So for the new players, when you had somebody that was like off the street uh-huh. and they were like never played X Wing, they're like, "What are you guys doing?" Right? We'd you know sort of stop, and one of us would start talking to them, right? Um, and like Will was good for this one, Ian, a bunch of the other guys. Everybody was sort of taught how to sort of train this this game situation. You'd be like, "Oh, it's X Wing. Do you like X Wing?" Yeah well, what type of ship do you like an X-Wing? And they would say, oh, I like TIE Fighters or I like X-Wings or, you know, something like uh-huh. that or some other ship that they saw. So you'd reach into your case quickly and you'd hand them the model. And then the person would sort of take a model and they're like, they come pre-painted, they're all pretty cool. And they're like, oh, well, this is pretty cool. And you'd set up a cardboard really quick while they were sitting there, set right. it down on the table, put the model on the table, hand them the dial. You Good sort well, of explain the dial. looking at the model. Moves. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you hand them the dial and, you you know, they go through the dial. Green moves are, you know, are less stressful and white moves are no stress and red ones are, are mm-hmm. bad stress and it's sort of part of the mechanics. And you set the ship down onto the table and the thing. And then you hand the guy the thing and you're like, okay, turn it to whatever maneuver you want to do. doesn't matter what you're going to do because if it's something really weird, if it doesn't work, we're just going to do sort of like a mulligan rule and we'll just reset it and you'll, you'll be shooting in no time, right? Right. Set it down on the table. So say they went with like a, a TIE fighter, right? So mm-hmm. with the TIE Fighter, you'd be like, okay, well, your actions are, you know, focus, or on a focus tokes and evade uh, barrel roll, right? And you would demonstrate quickly the barrel roll. And you're like, but don't worry, when it comes to the action stage, we're going to go through and explain these things again. And you get them to actually move the ships, right? So they kind of, yeah. they're already touching the ships. Like, that's and the then, most important part for me. Yeah, and then least. away you go. And we would, we would stop initiative at that point. Like, whoever mm-hmm. had initiative would basically yield, and that person would get to do their, their reveal, reveal their token, move their ship, you know, so you know they're touching all the different templates and such, moving their ship over to where they're going, taking an action where everybody prompts them. You'll probably want to do X, Y, or Z, right? And then mm-hmm. 
wait until combat. And then when combat comes, they're the first person rolling the dice. So then you get them rolling that dice as quick as possible. Like the concept from like Chris Sher from Dice Hates Hate. He mm-hmm. um, he has sort of the concept that if you want to successfully sell a game to somebody, you got to use like an elevator. You got to be able to show them the basic rules and the fundamentals of the game in less than two minutes. And and right. that's you know get them rolling the dice, get them moving things, get them going. And that seems to be the linchpin because then the next week, the people actually start showing up just for, and that's how the community grew. And just bringing maybe one player in a night to learn, see if they like it was impressively effective. They were able to recruit probably a steady flow of 15 people every year. I don't know where everybody else lives, but the local tournaments where I lived when we were in person, we scraped up maybe 20, 22 people for a monthly tournament. If they're adding 15 people a year, in two years, that's just an added 30 players to your local tournament. Do you have to be like that supporting kind of player? to teach or is it um do, can other people teach as well oh no anybody can teach this format in fact some of our like up-and-coming players in in calgary and the chinook squadron there the guys that are like looking like that they might actually be able to do a good run out of worlds um they're teaching the game just like everyone else and then we have other guys that are scrubs like myself that are just like you know like they everybody has the opportunity to sort of teach and it's a simple way for them to get their friends to actually start playing, too. Now, I was really happy to hear such a wholesome story. But there was one problem. That there was none. That led to my next question, that I actually asked Jason, the first person I talked to. Do you think there is a better way to introduce people to the game? Like, I'm just, you know, curious Ooh. if there's, like, I don't know, just so, if that makes Could sense be. at all. Could essentially have a like a looking for game, like a looking a section in each of those servers, a looking for game. But it could be like a subsection, which would be like a new player looking for oh, game. Oh yeah, sure. And and you all you have to do is you go in there and you look. You know, you put in your looking for game, and it would the where it could go well is you would have to have certain people would have to be looking through there and be like, hey, I want to go on here and show this new person, like, the ropes or, you know what I mean? You, so there'd have to be there'd have to be some give and take from both sides as far as them making that work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you're the first person I'm interviewing for this story. Um, how would it sound if I were to try and get those new player uh, channels to be a thing? Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I would love that. Great. Well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna see if I can try and convince people to do that. I don't think it should be too hard, um, but it sounds like a really beneficial thing that I think uh, the community would find very valuable. Yeah, I think you you just have to figure out a way to to kind of you know get the information out there in terms of like its purpose and then so it, right. not only is it for new players to go there and like find each other to play but for like we you, you well. would have, you would want to yeah you would want to f- encourage like hey all you veterans out there that have all this knowledge that are good at teaching people like this is your opportunity to help grow the game grow the community don't be afraid to jump mm-hmm. in there and play a game with a new player also and so yeah right. if you can if you can get those mix of people in there so i had found my problem and now it was time to fix it. Yeah, sounds good. Just keep me updated. We'll, we'll go from will. there. All right. Right on.
See ya. Nice Bye. meeting you. See nice ya. meeting you too. Stick with us. When we come back from break, I talk to one of the moderators of the X-Wing TTS Discord. Hey guys, it's Elijah Yoon here with Break Time Announcements. Uh, the Worst Coast Children is supi- uh, supported by our Patreons, Enrique Benitez, uh, Andy Myers, Alex Pavlov, Drew Grody, E. Yoon, and Isaac A. Swan. Uh, also, very special thanks to Jeff uh, Sanders and everyone who helped make the awesome Lego cards for us to give away to our Patreons. If you would like to support our show, you can go to our Patreon link in the description where you will also find all of our other links used for this episode. Uh, also for our current Patreons or patrons, the deadline for submitting your address is next week. We need your address so we can ship the card you pick. More information will be in the description. Uh, thanks for listening and now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. When we last left off, I was about to interview Flipstar, who is a moderator of the X-Wing TTS Discord server. Uh, Hello? Discord. Oh, there we go. Hello, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, good. How's it going? Good, how are you? All is good. That is Flipstar. He's one of the moderators of the Tabletop Simulator X-Wing Unified Mod Discord server. I explained how we might be able to improve the new player experience by adding a channel for new players in the Discord server. Well, not only could new players go and learn, but we could also... Absolutely. Uh, when it comes to the Discord, um, I'm, it's, it's, a, it's first and foremost a, a tool for me to, um, to uh, talk about uh, changes and, and improvements and stuff like that. I don't use mm-hmm. the LFG section that much. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, I kind of leave that to to the other members of the community because uh, I I don't have the time to mm-hmm. to help people uh, through, but uh, I think it's a good idea to to make it um, make it easy for people to um, to feel that it's easy to just go there and ask because it's already been it, it's been uh, promoted as as uh, the way to start. You know, yeah, I think that sure. uh, sounds like a good idea, and I'm sure there are people who would like a, a Discord role uh, is, to be a teacher. I mean, uh, that sounds like a, a good idea. It's uh, it's yeah. certainly doable. Flipster agreed to make the channel in Discord, and while this may seem like a small thing, I believe it could have bigger and more significant impacts on the action community than one might think. Just like how getting 15 players a year may seem small when you think about it at first, this new player X-Wing channel could help the X-Wing community grow. If that wasn't enough, Jerry even reached out to me asking if I would like to play their Beer and Aces version of Aces High this Monday with some of the new players that have been active in the new player Launchpad Discord channel. And I gotta have some fun with them. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll join. He I don't know about this. in the middle. <laughs> That's true. I can't very really keep ganging up on, on people I don't normally get a chance to play with, so my first round has to go against you, and then I can just... So, 
it was time to call Jason back. So yeah, I mean it's it's been pretty cool. I've I reached out to a couple of the people that were that were wanting to you know kind of mentor some people. Had a couple of matches where you know where um, we just kind of talked through throughout each turn and kind of was, I was able to explain like, hey, well this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're going to go here, oh, or oh, you so might do this. Oh yeah, I've been in there. Awesome. Yeah, it's been awesome. And um, it's been it's been pretty cool. Um, it's it, it. I think it allowed me to be able to to be able to see what I think the one of the real strengths of it is is it allows people it allows new players to see like okay these are the people that want to like take on new players as far as helping them as far as mm-hmm. playing just a friendly match where they they can kind of you know really give some good tutorial stuff whereas i and i think that's one of the benefits whereas if you're just post even if you just post like in the looking for game section like hey you know looking for game new player you're waiting for other people to kind of come to you um which which can be fine also but um i think one of the like i said one of the big strengths of the the new player uh section is it because people post in there like hey i'm i'm available for you to come to me and i think that takes a little bit of the pressure and the 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 scariness off of it i think and mm-hmm. um i think i just think it's really cool i think it's i think it's going really well so far i think i think one of the big things is is um at some point as a new player you kind of have to put yourself you you're going to have to kind of put yourself out there you're going to have to make that leap as far as like just saying like hey I'm a new player I need some help from the community and and luck the lucky and cool part is is that we have a community where there's a ton of people that are willing to reach out to you that are willing to say like um you know we're here to help you we're here to get you to that next step and um yeah that's just a cool thing that's a cool thing to have so that's about it and I got one last message from Will, the guy who I couldn't find time to interview. Our Beer and Aces night was created at, at a local games cafe with the intent to let newcomers see our plastic ships flying around a mat. We keep extra ships and quick build cards set aside so we can invite anyone to join and start rolling dice. Our format focuses on getting people hooked on moving ships, getting, the feel for, getting a feel for various phases and combat. Once they're comfortable with the basics, we can invite them to a regular 200-point game. We also have simple lists pre-built that lack the deceptive and complicated interactions that some lists can play. We also invite them to attend regular monthly events hosted at the same games cafe where several of our veteran players support them with loaned ships and lists. This in itself has helped generate new players to our community. This format also works for several veteran players who wish to test out new builds and upgrades. It gives a player a chance to get used to the triggers without the need to sacrifice a full game to learn. The biggest reason we host these is the camaraderie we build with our local guys. Hence, the beer and aces. Jerry Holt also later said, quote, I did talk to Matt and Alex at FFG during Worlds about beer and aces and the successes we were having in growing the community. I told them they needed to do something similar. Full disclosure, I'm not a playtester. I asked him next if he thought that led to aces high being created. He says, think so. I got permission from Jerry Holt to share the PDF of the rules to the Beer and Aces format. Feel free to download it and invite new players in to your local game store when it's safe for you to do so. 
In the meantime, you can go to the TTS X-Wing Unified Mod Discord server, where there's a new channel named New Player Launchpad, dedicated to helping new players learn the game. We were able to report on this story because Jason reached out to us through email, and you can too. If you think you have a story that we might be able to report on, feel free to email us at worstcoastchildren at gmail.com. That's going to close out our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We were executive produced by Diyun and Isaac A. Swan. We'll see you next week, where Elijah has his own story. Hi, Tom. Hi, Isaiah here from the Worst Coast Children. This week's episode is sponsored by District Foundry. Go to etsy.com slash shop slash District Foundry, or you can just look District Foundry up on etsy.com for all of your X-Wing 3D printed needs. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.